0: I'm looking over at the chair where Mrs. Tango normally sits when we record, and instead of her being there, some kind of sexy lingerie, which is her normal recording attire. She usually wears something that is flimsy, see-through, shows a lot of her boobage, quite often transparent, so that it shows her nipple rings. Her nipples are usually fairly hard when we record because she really becomes her sensual, full self when we do this. She usually has a Tito's Martini in hand, but instead I'm looking over at an empty chair with her rose gold headphones hung over the mic. Let me quickly say she's okay. She's just had to take an extended trip to take care of a very... Serious family issue. So, yeah, the little background music kind of reflects the mood that I'm in tonight doing this without her. I asked a number of our podcasters' friends whose opinions I respect. I also asked Jay of Average Swingers his opinion. Just kidding, we love Jay and Angie. Whether I should go ahead and record any episode With Mrs. Tango gone, Jay basically said I wouldn't have anything to say if I wasn't just repeating Mrs. Tango, and he's not completely wrong. But most people said, go ahead, give it a shot. I asked Mrs. Tango. She said, yeah, go for it. So I will. And I suppose since it's masturbation month, this is an appropriate time to do a solo episode. You'll hear a bit more of that bluesy kind of music during our transitions than the kind of music we normally use for transitions, because that's just my mood when Mrs. Tango's not here. And so, without Mrs. Tango here to do her traditional lead-in to our more upbeat theme song, it's Saturday, May 25, and you're listening to To Amorta Tango. Or perhaps more appropriately tonight, one or more to tango. A risky episode for me to do, Uh, risky in a lot of ways. One, Mrs. Tango will be listening to it for the first time as she drives home in hopefully a few days or so. Secondly, Mrs. Tango is the brains and heart of our podcast. I'm the talker, I'm just the mouth. Although I assume some guys that we've played with will argue with me saying that Mrs. Tango is not the mouth. I think they'll argue she does have quite the mouth, but that's something else entirely and with that line i'm illustrating the other danger of doing this by myself she's the one who keeps me from saying stupid or inappropriate or poorly thought out things that i may think is funny that she says taint funny mr tango so i'll very probably say something that mrs tango will shake her head at as she's listening to this on her drive home for those of you who haven't already turn this off knowing that you won't hear the far sexier voice of mrs tango tonight here's what we'll talk about i will reply to some listeners emails that we received that were very specifically from a male listener and very specifically directed toward me Uh, at least one of those mrs tango would probably tell me give a different reply than i planned to do in fact i know she would so don't worry babe it's not that terrible, but, uh, and then we're going to talk about, and when I say we, she's not here. So I'm talking about you listeners and me here. We're going to talk about the relationship between lifestyle podcasters and our listeners and some behaviors we as podcasters may be guilty of that come across in a way we don't really mean for them to. We'll also talk about the risk that lifestyle podcasters take if they aren't out. With a very real recent example and a clip from a couple friends of ours who do a podcast who had to take some drastic action for their well-being. And in the area of podcast, we have some very exciting news, especially for any of you who've been listening to Lifestyle podcasts for several years. So, let me start out, though, since Mrs. Tango isn't here to keep me from doing this, to tell you a little bit more about Mrs. Tango, because I think about her a lot when she's gone. And this is more than she probably have me talk about her if she was in the chair across from me. Don't worry, babe. It's all good. As you know, if you've been listening to us for any time at all, we've been married a long, long time. And as you've heard us say many times, our life is all about our shared relationships, whether they be the good, the bad. I'm going to go there. The happy, the sad. I would so love to sing like Al Green and sing that line to you, but without Mrs. Tango here even to kick me under the table, I am very aware of my vocal and singing limitations, so I won't. Mrs. Tango was hot when I met her, and she's gotten hotter every year. Our sex life has always been great. But since she and I, for that matter, were both raised in very conservative families she had to gradually discover and explore over all these years what her real sexual uh core I guess you could say her sexual characteristics her inherent sexual and sensual nature is i've been lucky to have the pleasure of being her partner in this journey i don't think and and you heard some of that in our last couple of podcasts where we did the interview with her but i just want to say some things about her that that we didn't really say then from my point of view i've had the pleasure of being her partner as she's uncovered her sexual self i don't think these are things that have developed over the years so much as her sexual nature that she's uncovered and discovered over these years for example From the very first year we were married, it was really clear to me. And of course, very clear to her that she was very bisexual. She was always sexually attracted to women, but that was some years ago. It wasn't nearly as quote unquote accepted back then as it is today. Uh, Back then, two women kissing on a TV show, excuse me, on a TV show would have gotten that show yanked off the air. And it was a long time. Before she, we figured out a way to actually explore that with another woman. It just, it was the kind of thing that you just never thought you could explore in reality. But it was very clear if we watched an adult movie together that when the girl-girl scenes came on, she got particularly excited. She's always had a very powerful exhibitionist streak. She's talked about that. And over the years, we'd, quote, play with that in how she dressed and carefully planned accidental nipple exposures in public. And then going to things like the time she talked about in a martini bar fucking herself with a dildo under the table in a way so that there was a guy that she'd kind of picked out that could see what was going on under the table. And he was probably the way she was angled. The only one, he was actually sitting there with a woman and she caught his eye and she saw that he saw that she saw that he was seeing what was going on under that table. And that really was very much of a turn on for her. We've had sex on a balcony in a very tall hotel where we knew that the hotel that was across the way, that looked out on us. Somebody could probably see us if they were really looking. So she's always had that exhibitionist streak. Of course, now we can explore that and enjoy that in a way we couldn't back then playing in a group room. Any kind of sex with an audience is open and extremely enjoyed by her. I think one of the reasons that, uh, getting into the lifestyle has been fairly easy for us has been, she has no worries about playing with another couple about having sex in front of other people. In fact, not only does she have no problem with it, but she really likes it a lot. What you may not know about her is that Mrs. Tango is extremely sensual. I get the feeling we watch a lot of the old 40s film noir kind of films. We love those old films. And she is very, very sensual. At her core, she is a femme fatale in those 40 film noir styles at her core. I think that'd be surprising. Well, I know that would be surprising to anybody who knows us in our vanilla life. It may even be surprising to some of our lifestyle friends that we haven't played with or haven't played with very often. But when Mrs. Tango is in an environment where she can relax and let her hair down, that's her. She's very sensual, very laid back, very sultry, very sexy, particularly when we're here by herself, when she can be completely relaxed and let go. I see that part of her. And it's just something that you should know about her. There was a photo that I took of her, and then I put it in black and white to put it in that kind of film noir, femme fatale kind of style. It wasn't a posed picture, it was just a candid picture, and I put that up on Twitter. If you want to look, you can see a picture of her and see what I'm talking about. That's her at her core. And there's something we haven't talked about, I don't think, but she has a she actually has a nickname for her full sensual alter ego, I guess you'd call it, and it's Nikki. Um, I think, so yeah, you can call her Nikki Tango. Uh, She actually used that name in the lifestyle when we first got started because we were very nervous in the beginning about putting our real names on name tags at events. And so we both in our first events would put, she'd have Nikki on hers. I'd have another name on mine. And today when we go to events, we put our real names and we use our real names. And I'll talk a little bit more about using real names in later on in the podcast but in the very beginning, she used Nikki as her name on her name tag for that when she could be herself, when she could really be her. So, I, and I think part of the reason for that is like a lot of women in the lifestyle that aren't out, even those that are, you know, there is a persona, there's a personality that you have to have, that she has to have, and we'll use her We'll use Susie as her vanilla name. That's not it. But when she's with friends, when she's at work in the vanilla world, when she's with our family, our kids, she's Susie. That's a style, a personality, a who she has to be. She is not free to show that deep down sensual, sultry femme fatale who she really sexually is. It her core and it's a very big part of her so she has to put on a a raincoat so to speak and be susie to the rest of the world but when she takes that off she thinks of herself and this is not a split personality it's just that she's in her what she calls her nikki mood so now you know that mrs tango and her sensual alter ego has a name it's nikki for some exciting news for those of us who've been in the lifestyle long enough to remember when there were very few lifestyle podcasts. I know that's hard to believe today, but I've got some really exciting news for those of us who remember back then.
1: The Wintercast. SwingerCast is about our hot times that we have and our hot love that we have. Some people claim that we say hot too much, but we don't care because we love our hot times.
0: If you recognize that theme music, you know who we're talking about. It's John and Allie of SwingerCast. Back when we started exploring the lifestyle, there were really only a couple of major podcast and john and Allie's swinger podcast swingercast podcast was the first they are truly groundbreakers they are an institution in the swinging lifestyle and if you've just gotten the lifestyle the last couple of years you may have never heard them but that's no exaggeration when the first swingercast episode was recorded and published they're wanting a category in itunes for a swinger podcast that's hard to believe today i know I think John said they had to put it under health or something like that. We wouldn't be in the lifestyle today, hundred percent, if not for Swingercast and John and Allie. They were our guides. Both their podcast and their friendly, they're helpful, they're generous emails as we would ask them questions that they just had to look at each other and just roll their eyes and laugh and. We're just one of, I don't know how many couples who entered the swinging lifestyle because of John and Allie and Swinger cast and their podcast. Every one of us who are lifestyle podcasters today, and there are more today than I can count and a new one every week. It seems we all owe our existence to John and Allie and Swinger cast, even those who are young enough or new enough to the lifestyle to have never heard them. They created this genre. They led the way. And for those of us lucky enough to call them friends and to know them in person, we know them to be extremely sexy, friendly, generous, sexy again, and just plain good people. Well, swinger cast went off the air a couple of years ago because they, John and Allie both had some very significant life events that happened to them. It has left a huge hole in the lifestyle podcast world. I know it may be hard to believe with the hundreds of lifestyle podcasters that their podcast out there, that there could be a hole, but there is, and it's where they were. And because the issues they were dealing with were serious and really consumed all of their time and attention, they forgot to renew their domain. And when they decided, okay, we're ready to come back. Somebody had taken their domain hostage Fortunately, they have managed to get that domain back. We'll say more in later podcasts when they've actually got an episode back up. But I chatted with John this past week. He said they've got their domain back. They're building the site back up. They had to pay a ton of money to get their their domain back, but it meant enough to them that they paid that. And they will be back. Swingercast.com is their domain. It's still under construction. We'll let you know when they're back. And we know that if you listen to them in the past, you'll listen again. If you're new in the lifestyle and you've never listened to John and Allie, you owe it to yourself to start listening to them. And again, once they get their first episode back up, we will be sure and let you know. And I'll even see if John and Allie, we can interview them on our show, which sounds really weird for me to say that because of the place that they've been in our lifestyle world. We actually, they interviewed us at a naughty in new Orleans many years ago before we had a podcast. And we thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. And so for us and our little podcast to be able to interview John and Allie, that just seems like it's really flipped around. Not that we will ever be who they are, but to have them as guests would be pretty exciting for us. While I'm talking about podcast, there's some thoughts in general and specific. I mentioned early on in the intro that there were some behaviors that some of us may do inadvertently, and I'll talk about that. I got to tell you, it takes a lot of audacity to put out a podcast of any kind, including a lifestyle podcast. I, I think unless you are just arrogant as hell, which I'm sure would come across on any podcast you have to ask yourself, why in the hell would anybody want to take an hour out of their life to listen to us? Especially now that there are so many lifestyle podcasts, there's a new one every week. I feel bad when we get followed on Twitter by somebody else, with a new podcast or get a question with somebody with a lifestyle podcast. We've never heard of that, that I haven't heard of them. And it's just, there's so many it's hard to keep up with them. I mean, that's good news for Everybody in the lifestyle because there's something for everybody. You can pick from a huge buffet of lifestyle podcast and you can find exactly what you want and what you enjoy. I mean, we've even had some uh podcasters that that were not happy because we don't talk about them on the air. And I, I didn't know how to say without coming across as arrogant. I don't listen to you. I mean, there's a reason that uh, that Jay says he doesn't listen to a podcast until they've had 10 episodes because so many of them start and then realize how hard it is and they go away. We've said this before, but we do this for you, our listeners. Your emails and other ways you communicate with us are what keep us going. We try to answer all of our emails, but sometimes we've seen emails that go to our podcast email account. Which is tango at com. Get lost in spam. So I'm doing some things to try to fix that. So if you have emailed us and didn't get a reply, try again. I think I've got that fixed. And we still, every time we go to an event and people find out who we are and tell us they're listeners, every time we get emails from you guys, we're still shocked and amazed at anybody would take the time to listen to us. So thank you. It is why we do this. That said, and really to the core of what I wanted to get to, a lot of podcasters are taking a big risk when they do a lifestyle podcast. There are some podcasters that we know personally, like Jay and Angie over to Average Swingers, a number of others, like Sex Uninterrupted, Swinging Down Under. Those are all worth you going and listening to. There's a number of those that are out. They show their face, but for a lot of us who do this, there would be disastrous consequences if we were outed. Jobs would be lost, no kidding. For Mrs. Tango and I, it would just be disastrous if our family found out, if most of our friends found out. It would be we would we would probably literally have to leave our community. And I know that sounds sad. And I know it's easy to say, well, then you shouldn't be living there. But I, that's just the world that we live in. And I suspect for a lot of you who are listening, you're in the same situation because we get a lot of questions about, oh my God, I'm scared to death to go to a swinger club. What if I see somebody I know? Or what if I see somebody from work? For those of us who, for the podcasters who aren't out, that put our voices out there all the time. It's a real risk. It's something we try to not think about, but it's also why we're extremely cautious sharing our real names with anybody we don't meet in real life, among other steps. I mean, we we take a big risk in a way when we go to a big event like Naughty in New Orleans. There's thousands of people there, they see our real names on our cards. They see our faces. They hear our voices. And for all we know, there may be a couple there that that know where I work and are in shock when they find this out that could turn around and go out us, as hypocritical as that is. But we have seen things like that happen, as sad as that is. Sometimes one of us does get caught. The Joneses shared their story over at We Got a Thing. And if you really want to hear what happens, go listen to the episodes of We Got a Thing where they share right after they got outed the pain and the struggling that they went through to deal with it. You can hear the pain in their voices. In particular, Mrs. Jones it was a very emotional and painful experience about that. We talked in person with them, and they shared even deeper hurts and pains that they did over the air. There's another couple that have a podcast, our friends over at That Couple Next Door, that illustrate this, risk. They've run into something. And here's what they would like to share with you.
1: Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we're That Couple Next Door. As many of you know, our podcast has recently been placed on pause. We're in a situation where we fear that we could be outed potentially by colleagues. It's a reminder that consensual non-monogamy is still not widely accepted. Unfortunately, that's true. However, we've had such great fans over the three years or more that we've been doing this, and we don't want to just abandon you, and we really would like to continue to share our story. So, for now, we will release our content through Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash thatcouplenextdoor, you'll be able to keep up with our monthly podcast. Until then... Thank you for sticking with us and have a red light night.
0: They passed along that their episodes will be free over at Patreon. So just because it's on that, don't think you're going to have to pay to listen. So you don't have to pay to listen to them, but because of the risk that they've had, and I've talked with him a little bit more about it and it would really, he he told me what he does for a living. It would really be life-changing bad if they were to be outed. But they've had to remove their show from iTunes and all the other broadly distributed outlets. Go to Patreon. You can listen to them for free the way they talked about without paying. But they've had to take their show off of iTunes and all those other areas because the risk is so high right now. Hopefully their plan is that they will weather this and get back on the air through those outlets. So if you have a lifestyle podcast that you enjoy and they're not out, I, you know, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for us. We're all volunteers doing this. I'm just asking you, please appreciate the risk that they take for you. Like I said, most of us don't get any money out of this. Some do get a little and more power to them. For us, we have a ton of money. We've spent in equipment, in monthly website costs, monthly media hosting costs, and of course, all the time it takes. We do know, we do it knowing all of this. I got to admit, once we got into it, I was actually surprised at how much all the hardware cost us. And I still will add a little something here and there as we can afford it. If anybody wants to help us buy a couple of new Road Procaster mics for our guests, we would be very willing and accepting and grateful and buy you all the Tito's that you want. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the point is that, I'm just asking that you be very understanding when a podcast couple that you listen to and you feel that relationship with them. And I know how that is because when we were listening to John and Allie on SwingerCast back when we were new, we just really felt like we had a relationship with them because we listened to them so much. They were in the, in our car, they were in our living room with us. They were in our bedroom as we listened to them well before we knew them and had a real relationship with them and met them in real life. But if there's a podcast uh, couple that you listen to, again, please send the emails. There is a relationship there. But I do ask that you be a little bit understanding if you email them or send or DM them. And this is where I miss Mrs. Tango. Cause if I said DM, she would make a joke about Dungeon Master here. But she's not so she won't but if you send them an email or a direct message or whatever please understand if they come across a little uppity or arrogant or better than you because you tell them your real names and they don't share their real names or where specifically they live back with you it's not that they think that they're better than you or that It's not an arrogance thing. It's just a lot of us are extremely cautious, maybe overly cautious in revealing our personal information because of this risk. And if any of you, if I've done that to any of you and made you feel bad because you sent me an email or us an email or a message in Twitter and you say, Hey, this is, you know, Susie and Joe from uh, Naperville, Illinois, or from you know Milwaukee Wisconsin or whatever and we don't respond by telling you where and you ask us where you guys live and we don't tell you that and we don't use our real names back i just please understand why that is okay we will transition over to some listener emails and uh while i do that maybe you can hear the rain outside i'm sitting here in my silk robe and my scotch where we record without mrs tango across from me and there's a thunderstorm going on outside which kind of matches my mood at the moment so we'll transition over to some listener emails next Okay, let's get to some emails that are from male listeners that were sent from a male listener specifically to me, Mr. Tango, and not to the two of us. I have to get this first one out of the way. And I know, Mrs. Tango, you're going to hate the way I respond to this, but I'm going to read it verbatim. So, here is the actual email. What is wrong with you two? I listened to you... All the time. And my wife doesn't. I know you've been married a long, long time. You talk about that all the time. But you must have a totally screwed up marriage to do this swinging thing. Are you and your wife not enough for each other? Are the two of you not able to sexually satisfy each other? Apparently not. I really feel sorry for you two. Well, first, let me say this. Mrs. Tango would never let me do this if she was here, but let me respond in this way. Before you accuse me, Take a look at yourself I'm going to tell you Before you accuse me and Take a look at yourself You got your head so far up your ass Your kidneys are the only thing you can smell So what you think is that what we do is in some way wrong. By the way, that's why I don't sing on the air or just about anywhere else. So you think that what we do is somehow wrong, yet you listen to us all the time without your wife's knowledge. What we do is something that we both enjoy. It's a shared, no secrets, loving experience for our relationship And you're in a closet somewhere listening to us, quote, all the time, hiding from your wife. And you listen to our adventures, our sex stories without your wife, and you hide it. And then you turn around and accuse us of all of this. Hey, we could leave the lifestyle tomorrow, and our sex life would still be great. So without Mrs. Tango here to moderate my words... Between you and me and Mrs. Tango, there ain't but one pervert in the room. And it ain't me or Mrs. Tango. If you had a legit question rather than just pointing fingers, fine. But you're sad. And you get no more airtime than that. And get the hell off our podcast because we don't need you. Let me make it clear really clear if we were to get an email from a, a guy or a couple or even a single guy that sent an email to me and and asked a legitimate question and said look you know i've been listening to you guys and and it's not uncommon for men to listen without their wives or their first exploring this that's fine uh, hopefully you'll bring your wife in to listen or your partner, but, or even if you're just a single person that likes listening to us, that's cool. But if we were to get a, a legitimate question saying, I'm just curious, why are you and Mrs. Tango doing this? Did you get into the lifestyle? Because at some point you've been married a long time and your sex life started to, to get boring or your sex life started to fade out and there was no excitement anymore, is that why you did it? That would be a perfectly legitimate question, and, and we would answer that. And I think we've alluded to why we're in this a lot of times, but i got no problem answering a question like that. And, again, the answer is no. We could quit the lifestyle tomorrow if we needed to, if we wanted to, and we would still have an amazing sex life. It would still be great. I mean, I, we could get rid of our Sibian if we wanted to and still have a great sex life. I mean, there's a lot of things we could get rid of that are part of our sex life. But the core of our sex life is me and Mrs. Tango, and it's hot, and it's great, and she turns me on, and she always will, and I hope I can find ways to turn her on. We don't need the lifestyle. It is just part of our sex life that we really enjoy. Legitimate questions like that, no problem. Some guy sitting in a closet listening to us by himself and judging and pointing fingers is the height of hypocrisy and I got no time for people like that. So that's all the time that somebody like that's going to get. Here is a more legitimate question from a husband who says, and I'll read it. We've been listening to you since you started. We feel a great kinship to you. We've been married for a long time also. We've had a great sex life. We enjoy fantasizing about playing with other couples. My wife likes to kiss other women and would love to do more, but man to man, I know how complex feelings between a man and his wife are even in a lot less complicated situations than having sex with other people. I know how hard it is for us men to understand our wives' feelings. I feel really sure if we started having sex with other people that I would very quickly say the wrong thing, in the wrong way or screw up in some spectacular way because I do it all the time in our non swinging life. What can you tell me about that? Well, first, yeah, no doubt. Men will never really understand women, even the ones we've lived with for many, many years. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Mrs. Tango and I have been married long enough We can hear the first three notes of a song and look at each other and smile and know exactly what each other's thinking. We have shared a life together for a long time. We can hear a phrase on a TV show or in a movie and we look at each other. and We know exactly what we're thinking. Our kids are just amazed at how we seem to read each other's minds all the time. With that said, women are different than men. I'm sure that's why we get frustrated with each other so often. Men will never understand why our partners or our wives get so upset when they come and they unload on us with a problem that really bothers them. And then we tell them, well, that's easy. Here's how you fix it. And then they get really upset. And because what they're really wanting for us to do is just listen to that problem they don't want us to tell us how to fix it that's never going to make sense to a man ever 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 you just learn mrs tango knows if she tells me a problem she has it's really bothering her and she wants a solution she'll say hey i want a solution there are just differences between us like that we'll never understand why they get upset when we can't read their minds more than once we've had me saying, well, why didn't you just tell me that rather than expect me to figure it out? And Mrs. Tango would say, I shouldn't have to tell you everything. That's the whole point. You should have known. And I just scratch my head and say, okay, and so on. So this is a great question. If we men can't get it right after decades of being with our wives or partners, why do we possibly think, that we won't get it really, really wrong when we're having sex in a room with another woman and she's having sex in the room with another man or multiples thereof. Well, you know what the standard podcast response always is on questions. Got to communicate. Just like everything else in a marriage. Got to communicate. All of us, and that's true. It is a hundred percent true. All of us say, talk about what happened tonight with each other after it happens, before it happens. And after it happens, that really is all true. But at the risk of getting it really, really wrong. And at the risk of sounding misogynist or sexist, I think there, and I'm please let me know if I do come across that way. Cause I don't mean to, I do think there are some fundamental things that we as men need to remember about our wives and boy, am I missing Mrs. Tango being here to correct me or kick me and say, edit that out, but I'm going to do it anyway. First, it's going to be really natural for your wife or partner to compare herself to the other woman that you're having sex with. I mean, yeah, we men will look at the guy with our woman and his washboard abs and his Super soap opera looks and his huge cock and we'll go, wow, he's got me beat. But again, this may be sexist, but I think in our society, I mean, we're all have insecurities. I think our society just really pounds insecurity into women in so many ways that even, you know, even Secure women, there is just society has been beating into that woman for her entire life reasons that she should be insecure, why she should look at that super slim, super great shaped woman, that younger woman she sees on TV, she sees in magazines, you know, the, the women that are held up as the most beautiful that are this, that are that And they're, you know, and what they don't show is what the pictures of these people look like before they're photoshopped, before they have professional makeup on. It's just what society does to women in, in where we live these days. And even the absolutely sexiest and most amazing ones like our wives have at least some insecurity in general and certainly in a situation like that. So I think it's really important that you sincerely, and that's the key word, sincerely let your wife know before and after and during, if you can, how sexy she is, how amazing she is, how lucky you are to have her. These shouldn't be the first time she hears that. These should just be reminders of that. Just give her those reminders. The important thing is you have to mean it. If you sound like you're saying this just to make her feel okay then it's going to make her feel worse than ever. If you're lucky enough, you're going to play with some women who are younger, have better bodies, et cetera, than your wife, just as she's going to play with men who are better looking and with a bigger cock than yours. In fact, for us, since Mrs. Tango's very bi, we're both looking for hot women. And I got to admit that helps with this because if it's a woman that we both have picked Because she's really hot, it's a lot easier for me to let her tell me how hot this woman is that we just both played with. But she needs to hear and know, yeah, that was fun. She was really hot, but she's no you. Just make sure your wife knows how hot she is. Again, these should be reminders. How great she looks while you're at an event or on a date. And again, be sincere. Let me just add, since I'm talking about feelings, since feelings can be very complex, I always highly recommend, and I'm going to repeat it here, that you and your wife are very secure in your relationship before we get into the lifestyle. Mrs. Tango and I know no matter how amazing some guy is, she can tell me, and she does, and she says it on the air, oh my gosh, that was incredible sex I had with that guy. That was top 10 or top 5 all-time sex I've ever had. And she has no worries that I'm going to get all insecure and go over in a corner. We have no worries. We're not going to stay together. There's no worry that, that she's going to leave me for her and the same, the other way around. But I highly recommend that couples start slow, start with soft swap, understand how it feels to see you and your spouse with somebody else. We've said this over and over Be really honest with each other. Deal with any tinges of jealousy early. I think it helps for me and Mrs. Tango on the jealousy thing that we've been married so long that it just doesn't even enter our mind that one of us could leave somebody for the other. And there's a difference between taking it for granted and just having that type of a relationship. And we have, you know, we played with a couple that early on that didn't have that. And later in the week, uh, fortunately, it was not in our house. It was in an event. That guy was literally in a corner crying because his wife liked it much, much better than he was prepared for. Don't be afraid, too, as you explore this, to say to each other, I think this is better as a fantasy for us right now. I think maybe we ought to just start with girl, girl right now because I felt some things there. So that's my long-winded answer for that. Um, The next one, he says, we're in the lifestyle and and we enjoy it. And thanks to you and Mrs. Tango for sharing and your guidance and your humor. But I want to ask you man to man, Mr. Tango, what do you do when you're with another woman? And no matter what you do, she doesn't orgasm. I've had this happen more than once and I feel really bad about it. I had a time recently where I went down on her. I fucked her. I talked dirty to her. I tried a variety of positions. She sounded like she was enjoying it, but she just never did come. And I didn't want to come myself before she had an orgasm, but I didn't know how long do we go before I just raise the white flag or she does. What do you do in this kind of situation? Well, first, kudos to you that you're worried about her orgasm before you come. I've got to say, I really, Mrs. Tango, as you hear this, I I really need you to help answer this one, to be honest. I know we've had play sessions where Mrs. Tango said that was incredible sex. Oh, my gosh. I want to get together with them as soon as we can. And she tells me that she didn't come during that sex. I mean, she enjoys having an orgasm in sex, but for whatever reason, that particular time, even though it was incredible sex, something its usually a mental thing in that particular situation, um, she didn't orgasm, but she still considered it amazing sex. Now for Mrs. Tango, I think she's good in that she lets the other man know she wants him to come in a situation like that. She doesn't want him just to keep going and going. She lets him know that she wants him to come. That would be really helpful, but not all women are going to do that. Some women just have a challenging time coming in a lifestyle situation. And as you know, they're certainly more complicated than us men when it comes to orgasm. It's the old joke. You know, they look like a seven 77, aircraft cockpit with all the dials and switches and us men have that one. Although I will say that a lot of men have had a difficult time coming sometime in a lifestyle situation, believe it or not, it's all a mental thing, right? But I, I, I hear you. I think this is a great question. You're a man, you're with a woman, you're doing everything you can it sounds like, and looks like she's having an amazing time and you're just going and going and she doesn't orgasm. What do you do? So I'm going to open this up for our female listeners. I would love to get emails from you and let me know about it. I'll also, I may post this on Twitter after I get this published and I'll take the, the answers that I get from our female listeners, I'll take the answers I get from Mrs. Tango because she's really the best to respond to this and what we see on Twitter. And we'll talk about this on our next episode. Okay. I think with that, that it's about time to wrap up one or more to tango. We do have two podcasts that are already planned out one. And that was going to be this one, but things happened. We have a sexy couple that lives North of us. Hi, you too. And we feel bad because we were going to drive up and spend a really fun, sexy evening with them. We were going to have, while we were there, we we're going to take all of our podcasting stuff with us. And we were going to have them co-host our next episode with us They just seem like the kind of fun couple that it would be great to do that. I won't mention their names here because I don't recall if they wanted us to mention their names or not. We'll, we'll use those when we podcast with them. But unfortunately, Mrs. Tango had to leave on the day we were scheduled to go visit with them. So when she gets back, that's very high on our list to go do. And then we also have another podcast planned. We had also planned a date with Nick and Nora and Mrs. Tango's unexpected departure had has canceled, well, not canceled, postpone that. But we had a date with Nick and Nora where we were going to play that sex card game that a lot of podcasters talk about. And we may video it. If nothing else, we'll record it on audio. And you can hear some clips from that. It might be fun to hear what it's like for two couples to play that sexy card game and the laughter and hopefully some other fun sounds. And we'll probably chat with them on the air after that. It is already almost June. And Naughty in New Orleans is coming up in July. If you're going, please, capital letters, please, if you're going to Naughty in New Orleans and you're a listener, please email us or Twitter us or in some way let us know. We plan to bring some fun tour, more to Tango shot glasses and some glass beer glasses, a few T-shirts, a few canvas bags, all with our logo on To give out while we're there there's going to be a podcast uh meet and greet and if you go on to the naughty new orleans schedule you'll see the time and the date for that podcast meet and greet there's gonna be a lot of podcasters at that a ton of listeners so you may have a hard time finding us but we'll be there with our our tour more to tango stuff to give out in a desperate attempt to make you like us um we'll probably need you to buy or at least help us buy drinks by the time we spend all our money on all that logo stuff. It ain't cheap, but we'll bring it. We love giving that out. Our email is tango at two or more to tango. And you already know where to find our podcast, our Twitter. And I think I mentioned that there is a photo of a black and white photo of Mrs. Tango with her hair let down and being in her natural femme fatale, sultry, Mode And our Twitter where you can find that is two or more to tango with the number two or more to tango on Twitter. Please leave us reviews on iTunes. It helps other people find us because of how other how iTunes recommends podcast. Our outro is going to be different tonight. It's just a little message for Mrs. Tango as she drives back. There will be no goofs after the outro music because they're only funny when it's her and me together screwing up and we do that a lot. So we're never short of material. And if you didn't know that we leave those little goofs and, uh, outtakes after the outro music, now you do, but there won't be one after this. And so Mrs. Tango, I love you and I miss you, babe. And I hope you have a safe Quick drive back, back home. So, with that, I'll say good night and uh, thanks for listening. She's one for me. I love my woman, she's
1: the one for me. <laughs> she's a kind hearted soul, she's got everything. Dried my blues away The way that woman loved me She lighted up my darkest day Mm -hmm. You see, I'm crazy about my baby I want to be with her night and day Ain't nothing better when you find your place In your sweet woman's arms if you sunshine on a cold, dark day. Knock me out with that more joy. Wow, I love my woman, she's the one for me. Yeah. All right. I love my woman, she's the one for me. She's a kind hearted soul, she's got everything I